Welcome to Prophetic Leadership, a podcast delivering strategies and insights to help you accurately hear God's voice and to powerfully lead your sphere of influence. Now, your host, David Fang. All right. Well, how's it going, everybody? This is David Fang with Christian International, and thank you for joining us on a Prophetic Leadership Podcast. We're here with Jimmy Kellett, who's the head of our Ministry and Spiritual Gifts Training uh, seminars. He travels all over the country, all over the world, teaching people here how to hear God's voice. And Christian International, in case you haven't known, has taught over 500,000 people to hear God's voice. And that number is growing exponentially every single day. So, Jimmy, how are you doing? I'm doing fine, David. How are you today? I'm doing really good. I really wanted to get you in here to talk about God's voice. And I just kind of noticed, like, I realized before we get into some of the deeper things about hearing God's voice and the prophetic, we kind of have to establish a foundation and really help people understand why they should hear God's voice in the first place. And we kind of throw that around now. Thankfully, I mean, after all these decades of Bishop Hammond and so many different people pioneering the prophetic in the body of Christ, it's now become something that is, in many circles, commonly accepted. Yes. But I think that people kind of go into it because they feel that's what everybody else is doing, but they don't have an understanding of why it's important. Why should I be doing this? What value does it have? And I think if you, just like a vehicle, you know, I just got a Lincoln, right? Right. And a Lincoln is much more different than a GMC Terrain. It's got a lot more features to it, but it's been like a constant journey where I'm like, oh my gosh, you mean I have like predictive like lane departure like what i mean you mean this my windshield wipers automatically turn on when the rain comes like it's this whole thing where i'm like my life is being rocked every single day (laughs) with all of these features and i didn't know they existed and i think like especially when it comes to the voice of god i think we don't understand all the features we don't understand the value and the complexities and the dimensions to it and i think it's it's something that causes us to miss out yeah. So I just really want to open it up to you and have you kind of explain to me, like explain to me if I'm just new to this whole prophetic hearing God thing okay. and I'm asking you, Jimmy, what is the value of hearing God's voice? Why should I be doing it in my own life? I'm going to go right to the personal level, Dave, because Jesus says my sheep will know my voice. To me, hearing the voice of God is me hearing my father first, my brother second, you know, the Jesus is the leader of my soul. I mean, he's that's he, that's why I live and breathe. That's what I live and breathe for, is is to know the love of Jesus Christ. And to what a better way to know the love of Jesus than to know Him on a personal level. And so to hear God's voice and to know that God is speaking to you on a personal level. Now, I, I got to sort of take you down a little bit of an avenue here yeah, because I think go. it's 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 wise to let's do it. Because there's a lot, and, and I go back to when we first got involved in the 80s with the prophetic, when, I mean, when I finally decided, okay, this prophetic thing is going to follow me all of my days, so I might as well go ahead and figure out how that works. Right. I mean, when we first started hearing about the prophets, we went to every prophetic meeting to get a prophetic word. Nobody was teaching us that we could hear God for ourselves. Yeah. And and yes, it's great to get a prophetic word. It's great to go find the David Fangs and, and yeah. you know that prophet of God and and hear the voice of the Lord when He ministers it to you. But it's greater when you hear God for yourself. Mm. Will you take the time and you say, God, what are you saying? And that's how easy it is. But we 
we the body haven't really trained the people how to do that. And I I thank God for Bishop Hamming in the heart Bishop Hammond and the heart he has for training people to hear the voice of God, even though it could have just, you know, taken his ministry away from him, it actually caused his ministry to grow. Right. Because it just it, it, it started the process. And so the process is we need to hear God's voice. When we pray, um, we just don't pray, 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 and say, thanks, God, I'll see you tomorrow. No. Praying should be twofold. Praying should be praying and then listening. You know, listening is a skill. I learned that a long time ago. A lot of people want to talk, 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 and you can't get a word in edgewise. Right. But then they say, well, I don't understand why you never talk to me. It's like, well, because you don't give me a chance to talk to you. Right. And I think it's the same way with God is that we have to learn how to, on a personal level first, learn how to hear his voice so that we know where he wants to take us. That's so good. Then then we need to go find the prophetic camps that are teaching. CI is not the only place. Christian International is not the only place doing this. We have a unique style in the way we do it. We have a unique, a unique way of getting you to the to the from the the ground up, um, where others just throw you in, say you know sink or swim. Right. We actually give you a little. We we lead you down to the water's edge and say, guess what? We're taking you ankle deep. Now we're going to take you knee deep. Now we're going to take you waist deep. Now we're just going to throw you in. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we have a lifesaver over here. <laughs> but for a for somebody to to a new baby Christian coming into to the body of Christ, to me the greatest thing we can teach them is how to hear God. I mean, a lot of it is hearing God through His Word. Hmm. As we read the Word, the Word starts to speak back to us. And a lot of times we see things in the Word and we go, "Wow, God, that is so amazing!" But it's, if we stop for a moment, even in reading the Word and just the Word says to meditate on it. That's where we we look at it and say, God, what does that really mean? Where, see, it, it's a personal question. Hmm. It becomes a question where you say, God, what does this really mean? What you've done is you've opened a door for God to start to speak. But the problem is we don't know how to hear him. Yeah. The Word of God says that that Elijah, when he was in the cave, heard the still small voice. But God used an earthquake. He used the wind. He brought a fire. And he wasn't in any of those. No. He was in the still small voice, that that voice that we already hear that we have to learn to discern. So to teach somebody when they're when they're a baby Christian to hear the voice of God, how fast would they grow? Wow. How how quickly would That's they a good question? Yeah, I mean it is. I mean I these are the questions yeah. I ponder as I teach. How quickly would they be able to move forward through the processes that God had for them mm. so that they're not they're not going through it for years and years. Because, David, you you know, you teach the manual. You teach about hearing the voice of God. You get those people in there that say, why didn't somebody teach me this years ago? Right. You know, you mean this is God I've been hearing him all along? Oh, man. Right? So we have to teach them, you know, Raise them up when they're young, they'll not depart from it. Yep. Once you start hearing the voice of God, and, and the voice of God is that subconscious thing that says, don't do that. 
my dad told me when I walked away from God at a young age, he said, son, be sure and your sins will find you out. <laughs> Every time I went to do something wrong, you know what I heard? You heard his voice. Yeah. My dad's voice. Your saying, dad's voice. But it was like a, a ringing in my spirit saying, you can't do that. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. I mean, that's so important, especially right. for us that are like over exuberant to yeah. do things. Uh-huh. Sometimes having that, like, no, probably not. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> Wait a minute. Take take a step back, you know, assess the what's going on, and then move forward. Yep. So for me to be able to teach somebody when they're young how to hear the voice of God will be such a great benefit for them as they get older. For those that have been in the body of Christ that have heard the voice of God but didn't even realize it was the voice of God, to, to teach them how to hear the voice of God is just as important. Huge, yeah. Because, David, you know how it did, how it was for you. Yes. I mean, you probably have people that have come back to you and said, David, that word you gave me. And you think, um, what word? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people before you. Hundreds of people come, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of water under those bridges. A lot of prophecy. But then they come back and say, you know, if it hadn't have been for that word. Yeah. If you hadn't have spoken this thing... If I hadn't learned how to hear the voice of the Lord, where would I be today? Oh, yeah. And so to me, hearing the voice of God is so beneficial to what he has for us to do, to be able to hear him and not go down, go, not go down the wrong path, you know, to, to, to be called as a pastor and want to become a pastor tomorrow without any training, yeah. without any... Without any uh, I call it school of hard knocks, right? Uh, I mean, to to do to become that, there's there's a process that we have to go through. Yeah, like if you want to become a doctor, you don't right. operate on people the next yeah, day. You just you don't need a scalpel and a, and a mask and no. you just have fun with people. You've got schooling, then you've got right. real life training. You've got yeah. all that stuff, yeah. and then then you stay in constant training, right? And so, for us as the, the body of Christ, as leaders in the body of Christ, as I look at myself more as that instructor in the body of Christ, instructing people how to do it, because I know the benefits it's, it's given me. And I know that there's a constant benefit. When you get to a point in the prophetic where every time Bishop Hammond gets up front and he says, I'm going to give some prophetic words tonight, you're not down on the front row going, oh, it's me, right? It's me. Yeah. You want to give it to me, right? Right. You're comfortable in saying, I don't need that prophetic word Yeah. because I already hear God. Yeah. It's like, I value it. I would appreciate it if it did come. Right. But my life is not over. I'm not leaving here in tears. Yeah. I will not die tomorrow That's because right. you didn't give me a word I'm tonight. I'm going to stand outside the prophet's hotel room until he gives me a word. Like, That's scary. I I'm have cool. had that happen, David. I'm cool. <laughs> oh, man. You know as well as I do. Mm-hmm. So to me, this is hearing the voice of God is a benefit for the body of Christ, but it's more of a benefit for me personally. Yeah. That's so good. So. That's so good. So it's a benefit for you personally, which, you know, a lot of people kind of like, they might get in a religious mindset, be like, oh, no, it should never be about you or anything like that. Or, you know, you should never do things, you know, selfishly. I feel like hearing God's voice and wanting to hear him more is one area where you can be selfish and you should be very passionate about that. What is it? Covet to prophesy. Uh, It's the only thing in the scripture that tells you that you can covet something, which is prophecy, which what is prophecy? Hearing God's voice. Mm -hmm. 
which I think is tremendous. Now the next question though is, okay, I have a desire to hear God's voice. Mm -hmm. What does that even look like? Like we've already talked about like how it's like, could sometimes be like, okay, don't do that. Um, But how, how are, what are a few keys you can give to help people on their journey in learning to learn how to hear his voice? Well, you know, I, I think the biggest key that when you said, when he asked that question was, this is what came to mind, that, you know, that still small voice yeah. that we hear is God. Mm. But we pass it off as us so much. Yeah. Because it sounds just like us. Oh, yeah. You know, that still small voice I hear sounds like Jimmy Kellett. Yep. But... But I know the difference between my thoughts and his thoughts. Exactly. And so some of the keys, I think, and I mean, I could give you hundreds of keys. Basic keys are, first, you got to find somebody who will teach you how to do it. Yeah. Um, get under the company of prophets. When, when Saul, King Saul, came, under, came around got around the, 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 the company of prophets. Yep. He prophesied, and people said, is Saul now become a new man? Mm. No, he was still the king. Yes. But he, he heard the voice of God because he couldn't help but hear it because he got, got around somebody that, that knew how to impart it. Exactly. How to give it away. The anointing was so strong, yep. you couldn't help but hear the voice of God. Wow. And, and, and to me, when you find... A play, and I'm biased. Yeah, and I, I will I will tell you because I believe that what we have here at Christian International is such a a, a good foundational teaching. Yes, we don't just tell you how to hear the voice of God. We teach you about the the the, the moves of God. We teach you about you know the the discerning of the spirits. We teach you about discerning the voice of God. How we we take you through a process so yes. that you go from 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 the beginning levels to more of an intermediate yeah, level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, there, and of course, we have other stones that we have placed before you so you can walk it out. So when you get to that last training that you're in here at Christian International, you're hearing God with a clarity yeah. that if, if somebody rang the bell, you could tell them what the tune was. Mm-hmm. and you could, you'd, you'd know what the key was. That's how, how good it is. And so... The, the first thing you have to do is find somebody that will teach you. Wow. Get around somebody who's prophetic. Yeah. Um, there, there's a rubbing off that will happen. Oh, yeah. Uh, you won't, you'll find yourself, uh, and I, I experience this myself because I, I love taking yeah. the young prophets out. David, you have been one in, uh-huh. in the years. Absolutely. And, and we, you know, we had our fun times. We had our, our, our times where we didn't agree quite, yeah. quite like we should. But we, we got over that, and, yep. and we still moved in the prophetic. But to, to go out with a, a prophet who's anointed, that hears the voice of God, and you know I've heard it say many a times where people have said, well, you know, I'll go with you, but I'm not prophesying. <laughs> okay, yeah, right, you're not going to prophesy with me. Yep. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you opportunities. I'm going to oh, yeah. make opportunities for you. But in that... <laughs> Reminds me of the wrong church. <laughs> um, in that, you know, we're going to minister together. But you're going to, you you might say, 
Jimmy, I, I don't hear the voice of God, and I don't care to hear the voice of God. Mm-hmm. I just want to go out with you to see how you do things. Yeah. So you go out with me, and you get on the road, and as on the road, we start to minister, and when you when the anointing starts to flow, yep. your ears perk up. Yeah. Your spirit starts to to understand what's going on. Mm. You hear that voice of God, and and then, you know, I've done this. If I've done it once, I've done it a thousand times. Where I'll prophesy, and then I'll turn to somebody like you and say, "David, what do you have?" Yeah, and you'll go, "Well, I didn't have anything when you started, but I have something now." Yep, that's what happens when we get under that that spout, as Bishop says, under the spout where the glory comes out. Yeah, because when you get under the spout, especially. If, with the prophet, the the waters, the, the rivers are flowing. And like a waterfall, if you're at the bottom of that waterfall, when the water hits, if you're in a, a, the radius of where the, the spray is, you're going to get wet. And so you're going to get some of that coming back on you. That's so true. And so now where you said, you know, I don't hear the voice of God. I don't think I'll ever be able to hear the voice of God. Now you're hearing the voice of God and you say, how do I... How do I do it better? Hmm. So now you've got to go from getting trained so that you know the voice of God, hanging out with people that are doing it. Yep. Uh, that's really hard for, for some churches because, you know, they're taught this is your church. But you can have friends oh, yeah. outside of church that, and, and you know, I think you should always have a, you know, uh, different because re- you hear different perspectives. Mm-hmm. That's where we have fun debates. You know, a lot of times we walk away going, "God, what's wrong with these people?" <laughs> and they probably say the same about us. But but getting around it because then you get familiar with how it feels. Mm. Not a not a spirit of familiar familiarity, but familiar with the anointing. Yep, is a better way to say it. So. Go through the process of getting trained first, taking the time to do it. We do a three-day seminar. Yeah, You can come for a week if you wanted to. But get in that training and just start to hear it so that you understand what's going on. And then I think the third part is is a you got to learn how to practice it. Mm. And we get so focused that everything has to happen in the church for God to move that that how, how did the... How did how did you get to church in the first place? Somebody found you out on the street and said, "Hey, you need Jesus." Yeah. Some evangelist came along. Somebody who had a heart for Jesus, and they shared their their life with you. And you go, "Wow, I want the same thing you have." So you get saved. Now you're in that process. Exactly. So now you 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 got this part, you got that part, and now you got the next part. Going out and using the gift. Mm. Um, by reason of use. By reason of use. And, and David, you've been with me, and and when we go to restaurants or something, and we'll say, "Hey, let's get a word for the for the waiter or the yeah. waitress." Or you probably even do it your own self. But mm-hmm. now, uh, when you're pumping gas and you look across there, and all of a sudden God speaks to you about that person on the other side of the pump, right? And you go, "Okay, I, I guess I better share that, or I'll have to follow him to the next <laughs> next gas station." Then it'll get weird. Yeah, then it gets weird. <laughs> <laughs> stalking me. No, I'm just following you because I heard the Lord. <laughs> so you give that that simple word of the Lord yeah. that could change a life for forever. Hmm. And But when you do it, it, it starts another thing, another process. That there's, a, there's a hunger that starts to get in you. Right. 
it's like the more you give out, the more you get, and it just kind of yeah. like snowballs that yeah. way. And you know, I uh, listening to you guys talk yesterday in our meeting, and and uh, the Dallas thing where yeah, where one of the other prophets said, "Well, Bishop Hammond's going to prophesy to everybody personally." Yeah, <laughs> he said, "No, I'm not going to do it personally. I'm going to do it by the people. I've I'm got trained. a team of people." And I've and I know them. you were part of that, and yeah. you walked out, and you said there were nine hundred people in the, and, and you had what a two hour period to do. We it had all? about two hours, and we had I want to say maybe eight people to prophesy, eight or nine, and it was intense. But you know what? It was cool because it's like at first you're overwhelmed right. by the number of people. <clears throat> But then all of a sudden you're like, okay, I just prophesied to this person. I got some more. I can okay. give some more to this next person. And all of a sudden, I mean, within two hours, we prophesied over everybody, right. which was incredible. So, I mean, I think that just bears witness with what you're talking about. It's like, one, it would not have worked mm-hmm. had we not gotten trained. It would not, every single person that was, in, yeah, every person that was a member there or who was prophesying had gotten around prophetic people also. So they got trained, they hung out with prophetic people, they learned how to prophesy even more, then they practiced on their own. And then now all of a sudden now when there's a hundred there's hundreds of people in front of them, they're not phased. Right. And in fact there's that basis of faith that they have saying, okay, there's a there's an empty vessel here and God is always going to fill it. And it's just incredible. And I mean, I think out of all of the ones that you've talked to, to me about, I think the one that was really important for me was getting around prophetic people. Right. Is also the most uh, uncomfortable thing to do. Because <laughs> it's like, it's kind of like at school, you know, like, hey, will you be my friend? And it's like, you know, please, will you be my friend? And like, it's kind of that thing where you all of a sudden now it's, you have to move outside yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I can go to get training, and that's kind of still me getting training. I can learn to hear God on my own by reading scriptures and then learning to hear the still small voice and all that stuff on my own. But now when I have to bring somebody else into the equation, I think that's where a lot of people kind of back away. Yeah. But it's been the most important thing for me. I mean, traveling with you and then traveling with others and now even moving with Bishop some and traveling with him, it's like I experience a level of acceleration in my development in those moments that I wouldn't, it would take me years, maybe decades, maybe never getting to those places if I did it on my own. So, I mean, I love it. I mean, the first is that the voice of God often sounds like your own voice. Right. Uh, the second thing is you got to get training. Like, yeah. thankfully, we live in a world where you can get trained. I mean, CI has training. We have, like you said, three days. We take you from not knowing how to hear God's voice to hearing God's voice, not just for yourself, but for other people. True. And then we have even additional training than that. I mean, it makes it easy because now also with that component, getting around prophetic people, there's no better place to get around prophetic people than coming to prophetic training. That's true. Because then you've got people, you've got the instructors, you have classmates who have been there before who are also prophetic. Mm-hmm. And and then all of a sudden now it just gets bigger and bigger. And then by reason of use, you prophesy and you go out there. So. I mean, I think those are really key, like huge keys that I think if we can just even grab a hold of one or two of those, True. exponential change. 2018 will be a year of exponential change just by grabbing one or two of those keys. And, you know, I kind of like these last few minutes, because I think we want to get you in more, Jimmy, if you're willing to kind of talk about different aspects of hearing God vo- God's okay. voice, unpacking it, explaining that one component, mm-hmm. so that way we can continue to develop. But one way that people can be able to get trained and get the equipping that they need in an accelerated environment is our apostolic prophetic training, True. our prophetic training seminars that happen multiple times throughout the year. The one thing I want to talk about is our MSG1. 
Okay. Ministering spiritual gifts one. Can you give us an overview of how what that talks about, what that teaches you to do, and then the impact that you've seen in people's lives with that? You said that, and my first thought is, when we asked Bishop to teach the the first session, which yep. was restoration of the gifts, and he teaches the whole module in in an hour. Oh yeah, uh, he teaches everything from from beginning to end, and it's yep. like okay, we're just going to go in, just you know, go back, flesh out the details, yeah, you know, hash over some some of the the, the more detailed notes Nuances, that are going to yeah. come. So what happens when you go through module one? Well, the first thing we teach is restoration of the gifts, and we talk about how God has restored the gifts to the body of Christ. The, the gifts were never really gone, that man sort of shoved them to the side, said we don't need those anymore. Yeah. Well, you know, when, when, when the, uh, the apostles all died, you know, everything was lost with them. No, God says it's still there for all of us. So to take us through the restoring of the gifts so that we can hear the voice so we can start to understand that God does want to talk to us. Yeah. And then we have, you know, the session of God wants to communicate where he talks about we talk about the Bible where yeah. God communicates through the word of God. Not only in the Old Testament but in the New Testament. Hmm. And he's continually constantly speaking to us in that. And then yeah. to to learn, you know, I mean we have so much stuff in that first module that you could go through that module five or six times and oh, walk yeah. away going, I didn't hear that before. And many of us have. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I think even when we, we get the chance to teach the module and even when we're teaching it, we're like, oh, that's wow. actually a really good point. Like I got to like highlight that little section oh, yeah. and, and review it later. You got to make a note. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The one that I really love about that first module is uh, the ways of discerning God's voice. Right. Where it talks about like some people see, some people hear, some people feel right. what that means and True. specific things on how to be able to cultivate if you see, if you hear, mm-hmm. and then also breaking yourself out of boxes of limitations that God right. can talk to you anyway. Uh, and you, know? and you, you said a key word there, breaking. Yeah. Because a lot of what we don't do is because we're afraid to do it. So to break off that fear of man and you know to understand, wait a minute, you mean when I feel this in my spirit, that's actually God speaking? You mean <laughs> when I close my eyes and I see that picture, that's actually God speaking? Yeah. Uh, when, when, I, when I'm holding hands and my eyes are closed and I'm in that still moment, and all of a sudden I hear something in my, in, in my spirit, man. Right. For that person I'm holding hands with, Man. I mean, just changes your life. I mean, because you know, some of us are feelers. Yeah. Some of us are hearers. Some of us are seers. I mean, there's all different styles of the prophetic. But to me, we have that one key component, which that's what we teach. Yeah. What is that one that is your launch pad? Exactly. Doesn't mean you can't move in the other two. It just means there's one that's very specific to you that. That's how you hear God. Yep. Are you do you are you are you a feeler? Are you a seer? Are you a hearer? So yep. that's such a key point. But there's other points too, David. There's the the keys to the kingdom, mm-hmm. faith, by reason of use. You know, and it's all everything we do is biblically based. It's all out of the scriptures. Exactly. And it's it's not taken and it's not taken out of context, but we do it in the context of the scripture so that we can prove what we're saying is truth. Yeah. And exactly. so module one, 
is, and I, I've said it, and I'll, I'll say it over and over again, it's such a good foundation. Oh, it is. To build off of. For anything you do. Right. It's a huge foundation. I mean, even if you, even if you don't, you're not in ministry, I think especially if you're not in ministry, mm-hmm. you should go through that module. Yes. Because it, it makes life a lot easier when you hear God's voice, yeah. you know, in the marketplace situation. And then the other thing is I've seen people of all ages take this module. Mm-hmm. So I've seen people in their teens, even I think um, a few years ago, I actually taught at this youth mentorship program and there were eight-year-olds in there, mm-hmm. six-year-olds taking this class. So it's really all ages as True. no matter how old you are, no matter how young you are, these are principles and things that you can begin to apply. Mm-hmm. The cool thing is I think we've got one, our next training at the time of this podcast, our next one will be in September where we offer module one, right. which is something that's going to be really cool. And if you want information on that, like, please, 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 please visit our website with the information on that training. But then if you also want to call up our offices, like call up our offices, if you, you want to get training, but you're not sure how to do it, or if you have any more questions, like call us. And so we can answer that and get you hooked up where you need to. One last thing is also that there might be some pastors mm-hmm. that are out there saying, man, I'd love to bring this into my church. Yes. And let me tell you this. I've seen where this type of training has been brought into churches, and Jimmy, you see it everywhere you go. I do. Where it revolutionizes the church. It does. It revolutionizes. It's all of a sudden now, like, the pastor's work reduces. Mm-hmm. You think you get more work because, like, oh, now everybody's prophetic. I'm going to put out fires. Right. But it's almost like now people are like, Oh, I can hear God for myself. That means I don't have to call pastor at 2 a.m. in the morning. That's true. Like, does that mean I don't have to come up for <laughs> prayer every Sunday? Yeah. Like that kind of like does that. So, Jimmy, you actually, and we have tra- trainers and everything that can actually come out to churches. We do. To be able to host like trainings right. and different things. Like and, that. and we know that uh, I was just in a, a meeting a few minutes ago, and, and in the meeting, one of the things that were said was, a lot of people are not going to come all the way down here to Santa Rosa Beach, Florida, which to me is they're missing such a great opportunity, sure. not only to be around the prophets, but to be around our beautiful beaches. Oh, and so, as we all know, living here, but to to be able to come to your church and do it, there's such a great benefit to you as a pastor. And this is some of the benefits I've seen. As you said, David, your workload becomes easier. Oh, yeah. A lot of pastors don't want to, don't want to, do the trainings because they're afraid they're going to have some kind of spiritual fire start and then they're going to have to put out fires. What happens is there's a spirituality in the people that gets a fire in the people gets started and it gives them a place to continually train their people. Yes, it means you have to do new programs, but you also learn those that can do the programs for you. So it becomes a a benefit to you. And you're right. You go in and, and they, you, blow their socks off, and then the people start doing things. And now, instead of you as a pastor doing all the prayer on Sunday morning after service, you can develop teams that that can use the prophetic to pray over these people. And you don't even have to call it a prophetic word. You can say, look, we're going to just come forward and pray, but have them trained to hear the voice of God so they can come up and say, uh, David, I have this pain in my left shoulder, and as you're praying, God shows you the reason why they have the pain, and, and you can speak into that and break it off of them. All right, now you've got a church that is whole, that is healthy, and, and, and that are moving. And you're right. What a better way not to get a 2 o'clock and 2, oh, 2 a.m. phone call. I mean, 
Your life is hard enough. As yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, yeah. let's give you, you give you some some tools yeah. for you to, to move forward. So when we come in, we basically say, you know, this is what you'll cover, and there's there's costs that are involved. We don't have a set price, yeah. other than you know travels and meals and hotels, workbooks. After after that, it's on. It's it's all done on a love offering basis. Yeah. So it becomes a benefit to you that you're you're bringing a conference in, a seminar in that costs people thousands of dollars to come to. Yeah. And you're saving them so much money mm-hmm. by bringing the profits right to you. Exactly. So if you want more information on how to host an event, Jimmy, mm-hmm. what's the best way for them to get a hold of you for that? Should I call up the offices? Or? Call the offices one eight hundred three eight eight five three zero eight. Email us. Uh, go on on our web page. ci.info at mailcim.net. Thank you, David. Uh, and that that way you have it. Or just go to our website, www.christiannational.com. Contact form. Right. Fill it out. See what... At, yeah, and then it'll get to me. We have teams that we have trained. I'm, I'm not the only one that does it. David, you do it. See, that's that's the uniqueness of our ministry is... is uh, for for a pastor is that you know now we're going to teach you how to be a reproducer exactly because then when you come in and you teach their members mm-hmm. let's say the pastor's like well I have like one or two of these leaders that I'd like to train up right they're able to then teach it on a continual basis amen then you don't have to invite any of us to come up and, and that's what we encourage that's what we love look when we're done go take them back through it again exactly because you're going to do it on a slower pace than we do. Yeah, I mean, you can incorporate it to the whole congregation on right. Wednesday night, you know, over 12 weeks or six yeah. weeks. And, I mean, it's just incredible. But, Jimmy, thank you so much for this. Thank you, David. We're probably going to have you Appreciate you. We're going to unpack these different elements of your right. God's voice. So, everybody, be sure to tune in. Again, uh, we have this training in September, and then we also have it the following January as well. So, be sure to check that out, www.christianinternational.com. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Prophetic Leadership, a part of Christian International Ministries. For more information on conferences, training intensives, and other resources to help make a powerful difference, please visit our website at christianinternational.com.